This is episode 126 of the Landscape Photography Show, and on this episode, we're talking with Rakesh Pulapa, who joined us from his small town in India. And that's one of the things that we talked about in this episode is not only discovering the love of photography, but discovering the love of close places near where you live. And I think Rakesh put it beautifully of how he was able to find these amazing places and also tell unique stories of India. And we also answer the question, is photography in India underrated? Are people missing out by not going there for landscape photography? I think you'll be really interested by what Rakesh has to say about that. The Landscape Photography Show is a podcast where you can listen to your favorite photographers talk about their journey in photography. It's a place where you can be inspired and also learn how to take better photos. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, guys? We're here with Rakesh Pulapa uh, joining us from India today. Very excited to talk to Rakesh, and I'm always excited to talk to photographers from other countries, especially those from India. Uh, we've had photographers like Deepa Jampal on the podcast before, and I've had the very good pleasure of getting to know a lot of photographers from India through Twitter and, and everything going on on Twitter right now. And it's been amazing just to see the images coming out of that country that I really wasn't expecting. So Number one, Rakesh, uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast tonight for you, this morning for me. Um, but w- why don't you get us all on the same page? How did you actually become a landscape photographer? Uh, 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 first of all, thank you, David, uh, for inviting me. So excited for, uh, so excited for this. Uh, so, uh, coming back to me uh, as a uh, how I became a photographer. Uh, I, I've been I've been a traveler as long as I can remember. Uh, even become even before I became a photographer, I used to you know uh, start travel and appreciate nature a lot. And uh, I, I'm one of those people who started photography very late. Uh, in fact, I started after my marriage. We used to have a camera, so whenever you know we used to go to uh, trips to the family trips. Me, me and my wife used to travel a lot. Uh, so. Right. Uh, my wife was a morning person, so sometimes I used to wake and I appreciate the nature, the dew, sunrises. I always wanted to capture those. Uh, but uh, one fine day, uh, you know, I, I live in a small town uh, in India, southern part of India. Uh, there's nothing much you know, exciting things to do here. Uh, so I, I just want I always wanted to, again, to have some hobby other than uh, what I do. Right. So one, one fine day I opened YouTube uh and uh, just just typed uh, like many i think many photographers do right uh, basics of photography how to use uh, uh, manual mode how to use uh, like I, I had canon 650d that time i think in, in us it's something like two, t2 or t3 uh, right uh, that's it that, that's how uh, that uh, that's how it all began and uh, uh, i i've experimented with all genres like uh, macro uh, streets everything what not uh, uh, then uh, I found uh, my heart lies in uh, uh, chasing the light, right? Uh, like uh, during the sunrise, sunset, as most of us know, how the old that gold touch, you know, what brings so much life to many things. Uh, that that's how uh, I started uh, going to the places, the beautiful landscape places in India and all all over the world. Uh, uh, that's how it all pretty much started. 
You often refer to yourself as the accidental photographer. Um, what what do you mean by that phrase? <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I hope he asked. Uh, so uh, basically, the my first camera was a wedding gift uh, from my brother-in-law to us. Uh, till then, I never had plans to buy a camera or even to explore photography because I I, I was an entrepreneur. I was into a my family business and a few business of my own. Uh, I never, you know, got the time to buy a camera or even the curiosity. But even even before that, I always used to be that uh, uh, geek about gadgets uh, in during my college days. Uh, so uh, basically, that curiosity in me to explore a gadget called camera, right? That's why even when I started photography in YouTube, I was just curious about an inst- a gadget called camera, not in photography the first. My love for photography came later. But before that, uh, uh, you know, just I wanted to explore what, how these things work. What is this aperture? What is this, you know, how lens works? What are the blades inside the lens? Uh, what is this viewfinder, you know? So I, uh, I, to- I was into that, uh, into the camera. Then the more I started exploring camera and more I start shooting, I-, I fell in love in photography. That's why, you know, I often call myself as an accidental photographer. I know you have a background in um, computer science engineering. Do, do you think that made it easier for you to understand how the camera worked and the dials and, and the, the manual settings and everything that goes into understanding what a camera actually does? And it, uh, I must confess, I was not great at my, uh, you know, so as a software engineer. In fact, uh, I got a very good job in my campus, but I didn't go. Like, my heart always, like, uh, into you know something sort of business as an entrepreneur. That's why I had to quit my uh, job even before starting. Uh, but yeah, uh, like you mentioned, uh, being that uh, uh, background m- might help me uh, help me for sure. Uh, especially uh, checking these softwares, uh, just uh, using them. But yeah, I think so. Yes. So, what was your family business in? Uh, it's a. Uh, competitive coaching center my dad started 25 years back uh, basically it's a you know a education institution uh, where we uh, train people who seeking for some, some specific jobs in india in the banking sector or uh, some few sectors like railways and such yeah and other than that i done a few business like real estate uh, such as uh, we used to construct and sell the buildings or some plots did you like that line of work? Uh, yeah, David. Uh, used to. Uh, at least, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to totally confess, financial freedom was there more than being a full-time photographer that I must confess. Uh, but uh, but more than that, uh, I like. I felt, you know, nothing exciting every day to, to wake up to. Uh, maybe I was, no, no, I, I was, I, I was, you know, waiting for something. Uh, I like, uh, like, uh, waiting to have a reason to wake up with excitement every day. Uh, that might be the reason, even though I was I was doing okay, not bad <laughs> as a businessman. Uh, still, my I had to you know quit everything and become a full-time photographer. Compare your life now to what it was then. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, that is a tough question. Like in the sense, I think... Uh, uh, like I said, uh, when I was into business, 
there was more financial freedom uh, for me in the way. Uh, but when I became photographer, I think uh, first four to five years, I didn't know. Uh, I did. I didn't earn much through photography. Even never had intentions, right? Uh, I didn't know that we can earn through photography in the first place, uh, because uh, like I was the kind of uh, line of work I was in. There's not much uh, commercial works I feel and. And since I mentioned I am from a small town, yeah, there's not much scope for any sort of commercial works. Then that that's when luckily you know Instagram helped me a bit. Uh, when when I started growing in Instagram, I I was getting a little a, a small uh, commercial uh, commercials through some brands and such. Uh, then when I started uh, getting uh, the my first thing was like when I won when I when I when I won few awards, uh, maybe uh like few brands and a few government entities they started giving me you know small assignments that 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 was my inception as a uh, you know slowly that passionate photographers slowly coming into a professional photographer then when then when i started seeing some money uh, then at least that gave me that financial that that was a big step you know to become a full time photographer because i i decided to be a full time travel photographer in 2020 or jan or during that time <laughs> that that's when Things couldn't have turned in the bad way. Like COVID came, you know, mm. when COVID came, we know right as a travel photographers or someone how how much it impacted. And uh, luckily, uh, I I got a uh, I got a deal with a brand called Vivo Vivo Mobiles during the COVID time. Uh, that that actually helped me to continue uh, as a full time photographer instead of not making me to you know go back uh, where I where I came from, even though I didn't want. Uh, yeah, even COVID affected our business a lot. Uh, like I said, I mentioned our education business. Like education field is, you know, one of the fields uh, that affected uh, in COVID a lot, right? Uh, then, uh-huh. uh, photo- yeah, then then photography happened. Uh, again, then as we know, NFT happened. I can speak about how NFT helped me and many many of us, right? Hours and hours about it. Uh, that's why uh, you know started enjoying this you know NFT not 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 just for the sales and all. I mean, and end of the day, like let let's to be honest, we need uh, like people as to sustain to pay bills. We need some money, right? But more than that, as a photographers, what we need is that community and that appreciation towards arts towards art. Uh, you know, that's what I felt through NFT and uh, luckily to the few brands I work with. So uh, now no complaint. Uh, t- turning back to three, four years back, what things, what I wanted. So I, I kind of achieved a few, but, you know, still uh, just <laughs> aiming for a more financial freedom, uh, which might hope and which might, you know, happen soon, hopefully. You mentioned NFTs. Um, what do you think would have happened if you hadn't found those? Uh David, I expected all strong questions from you like this. Uh, like to be honest, I don't know. Like I, I, I mean, NFTs. Uh, I'll just tell how I found that was during uh, May June. So exactly one year. May and will be my one year in NFTs. Uh, mm-hmm. During this time, the second wave of COVID hit, hit India very badly. Uh, if you fo- I think you must know, like many people followed, like how India suffered from COVID during 2021, around yeah. April, May. Yeah, my whole family also got COVID. That that was like very scary. Uh, you know, some like some uh, people, even I know, even, uh, 
with someone in my the where my apartment where i live they you know they unfortunately had to leave us uh, so when that that was like one of the darkest moments of my life uh, uh, like my wife uh, my both parents got uh, so during that time me and my son didn't so we me and my son were you know uh, staying in a different room uh, that that was like very challenging times uh, so do you, even even after that uh, couple of weeks it was like that the situation in india so during that time i think i have seen one of my friends navneet he put an insta story asking for a foundation invite i just called and asked dude what is this then i you know started getting uh, like you mentioned dipanjan and uh, f- these are the uh, few few of us you know started during that time like initially it was like all about you know chasing what just to you know again the curiosity of what is this what is this nft like some you know people keep saying we can sell stuff Uh, like uh, like to be to be honest initially i'm into nfts only for uh, making that eth or making whatever just making the money but m- more time you spend uh, during the clubhouses it it really felt good the kind of appreciation you know when we go up and uh, talk about our work and uh, uh, i mean the, the interaction with uh, people from not just photographers even from everyone like uh, different artists from different niches that really kinds of opened my doors like to know about others to to explain my art to them to know their creative process uh, that 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 kind of never happened these kind of connections like during that time i still i still know many people by their name and their country even now it's been more than one year right uh, that that uh, like i said david i think david you also would understand you are again mentioned we both from small cities uh, here i don't get to meet uh, many people so having the those connections they they actually uh, they they meant a lot i mean initially it was a very good distraction for things what's happening you know back home right uh, then like when we started again you know there's not much traction for photography except for one two collectors you know no so that, that that was actually a good point i felt like uh, it felt like you know underdog there's you know, no expectation about sale so our mind was completely you know off you know to make a sale instead we were you know genuinely making these connections i still remember you david me attending your first the how i know about you you made a twitter space and that's i think that was my first twitter space for nft photography it it, it really like some of the photographers i look up to were in that space i still remember you know the kind of conversation happened during that space i think that was one of the first times you know i felt okay these many photographers in one space talking about photography talking about nft it felt like all like minded people in one place uh, that that actually you know uh, uh, felt felt good to be honest uh, that's why when we we all been together no sales or no no sales so we all in the same ship so that's what nft meant to be i think the i think you hit it on the head right there and and you made a lot of really good points with how it felt during that time to have one another when we were disconnected in real life we were able to gather together and kind of rally around one another um online and and that felt good and then introduced us and opened doors to a lot of other people um a lot of other genres of art like you said and and I, i'm curious how is how is this technology and new way of selling artwork looked at in india um i and, and I'll, i'll give you a background on this question in the states it's very controversial 
um, you can either do it and there are environmental impacts, obviously, um, but there is also pushback that this is a fad, um, that uh, it's kind of a scam. Um, there are a lot of these pushbacks. How has it looked on in India, though? Uh, Stuart, I think more or less, uh, I mean, I, I heard the extremes reactions, like you mentioned. I mean, more than NFT, I mean, NFT is still a new thing in India. More than that, many debates were happening about crypto here, back in India. Uh, like, uh, even crypto, like many people, you know, they recognized how, the, how, I mean, those who are not aware, of, I mean, I don't know exactly whether they, they know they're, they have the full awareness or not, but the, that, I mean, I've seen both extremes. Either people are very bullish, like us, about crypto and NFT, or some people, you know, calling them a scam, or, uh, you know, how money can be, how crypto can might be misused, right? Uh, but like uh, like I mentioned last weekend, we I went to this NFT meetup. That's where, like, there's a lot of hope. I even got, like, you know, seeing all the people who are uh, very, uh, who are bullish and all. And still, uh, still, still, uh, till few months back, there, there's no regulations about crypto. Now again, we had this heavy taxes. Still, uh, still these are early days. Uh, I mean, few like comparing to last year, the, the things are taking a good turn. At least the way I look at it, uh, some celebrities, uh, some some people from movie industries, uh, you know, they are coming. Uh, they are buying uh, PFPs. Uh, I, it's so funny. I I don't uh, message many people. The day when I uh, mentioned one of the actors from in in the film industry in India is very broad. We don't have one industry. We have one film industry for every state. We have different languages here, right? Uh, even the, the actor I know, for example, to that the actor Dipanjan might not know. So that kind of <laughs> even uh, diversity we have, right? Uh, so when uh, when one actress bought Azuki, I still remember messaging D's. D's see some. It's good to see. I know we are getting NFTs here. I still remember that chat. Uh, you know, I really felt good that day. Like like uh, when you know when celebrities. You know, I feel at least places like in India, celebrities might uh, really you know spread that awareness. You know, when they drop any NFTs or when they buy, right? It gives more awareness maybe into the uh, you know the the whole mass of people we have. But uh, uh, some brands as well. Uh, last year, MG Motors India they dropped their NFTs. Uh, uh, but then this uh, taxes came <laughs> during that time. You know, taxes were not there. Uh, so, but but it, I I feel I I've seen the positive side of it. Even the taxes were high. Uh, it's always good to have the regulations, right? It might uh, you know allow more people, more brands to come in. Uh, but I I've seen uh, good things might come. Uh, many people. Uh, many photographers through Instagram. Uh, like recently, lo- last week, David, I made a first time. I, I never spoke about NFTs in my Instagram handle. Like last week, uh, when I when Instagram uh, mentioned uh, that that is again a different topic about Instagram and NFTs, right? Uh, but uh, when when Instagram uh, made a post, creators an NFT. That uh, I made my first se- a series of stories about NFTs. Uh, but I the, at least. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm getting a lot of curious curious uh, messages from uh, many photographers. I mean, most of them they want to know what it is. They want to maybe uh, get into, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm just seeing uh, just uh, maybe in a couple of years, maybe a year or two, 
things might take a very good turn even in india uh, i'm just hoping so uh, but uh, i think this market is like, like you know this market is might be you know challenge it's been a challenging to many people who just joined but still it's uh, you know many people great to see thanks to community everyone is hanging around how how have nfts and and you mentioned looking at other kinds of art not just photography how is it uh inspired your own style of photography and and i want to get into your style of photography too in, in just a second oh david another great question uh, like I, I like i said uh, last year in the during clubhouses and the when twitter spaces came right uh, when i was speaking about different artists i, I was very inspired uh, through in fact my first nft ever <laughs> my 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 i i lost all my first seven bits on foundation and all the seven bits are non photography <laughs> because i was so inspired uh, through the kind of works even the first the first work ever collected is a beautiful uh, animation video i i i i know i resonated a lot about it i'm so proud of you know to have that uh, work in my collection i, I was just looking i uh, know uh into the different works so, so much inspiration right uh, to know about their creative process and uh, you know what it goes because as a photographer i can see like if if i can see if i can see david's work if i can see uh, some photographer's work at least maybe i i wouldn't know the 100% what you go through but at least i can have that sense right as a photographer can guess what it takes to that picture but i have I absolutely had zero idea about how you know these guys creating this this magnificent piece of works they do i, I was so inspired actually uh, yeah even now uh, even my uh, recent trip when i met a few great charcoal artists and other, other sorts of artists i the only thing i was asking them is how you guys make it i, I i'm still you know very curious about uh, you know how uh, they make it i think yeah and and that curiosity i mean i see so many photographers put up work and not just landscape or nature photographers. And I think, how, how did you do that? And I think that question, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you have a different view here, but that question of how, how did you do that kind of sparks this chemical in your brain to think differently when you're in the field and you're trying to create something in, in your vision and your style. Do you feel the same way? Uh, I, I i i always believe uh so whatever we learn right we when when we do like let's say uh, uh whatever we, let let's say uh, even from the beginning days uh, whatever we learn the moment we go to the when we take out the camera and when we shoot i think our mind will unlearn unlearn and we always you know end up shooting in an, our own vision like at least that's what i feel uh like let's say uh, let's say I, i've seen a picture or seen some work and inspired i even even if i want to go and recreate the same uh, we always come back with our own vision maybe with our own expression end of the day that's how we need to make i feel uh, it, it's our, our our pictures and our art is our own expression right uh, if that, that's that, that that that's the only way i mean uh, i mean my pictures are the way to i express my authenticity my my expression the kind of tune i want to show the my i the feelings i express right that, that that's one thing i really like even uh, four or four or five of photographers go to one place 
even let's say 10 10 photographers go to one place and we always can come back uh, with 10 different pictures in our in our own vision that that that, that point i always believed in can you describe your style for me like i've looked at your work on your website uh but i'm curious to hear how you would describe uh, a rockash photograph uh yes david uh okay now again i need to go back uh so <laughs> go back to the place where i started you know that accidental photographer how that accidental accidental photographer became a passionate photographer uh so initially like your previous question it all about i should see someone picture and i wanted to recreate right then the more more i keep doing the more i was learning about all these compositions or whatever it is right then then i think there's a part of me always maybe i was shooting the things i want to see the world right uh, then then there's a there's a moment like i i should travel a lot with friends uh, different parts of southeast asia and europe uh, then i think around during 2017 or some i i never shot uh, my my own town or, or surroundings i thought you know nothing was there this is a story i always love speaking uh, you, you know the cormorant the famous cormorant fisherman in china like many of us shot uh, like when, when i was shooting them i got, i got this inspiration from it why not i shoot fisherman because there there are a lot of fishermen in my place i never shot you know that gave me an idea to come back and to shoot in my own way in my own, in in a different all together just just an inspiration but an adoption my own way right uh, when i shot it actually opened my doors uh to exploring uh, my my own backyard which i had never done i thought you know nothing was nothing is here to shoot because not 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 many explored here there's no reference point uh that 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 uh, more like more than st- that that gave me a purpose right to showcase my hometown and its surroundings beautiful places to the rest of the world uh, through different platforms like instagram and now twitter or nft uh in whichever way i can uh that 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 basically gave me a purpose and coming back to style i think sometimes maybe this purpose style like go hand in hand uh, be- before i became an aerial photographer even now i always start you know shoot uh, love shooting landscapes mostly in the golden hours right uh, so my my style is my my, my style is simple uh, i i have to my uh, my more like again when i speak most of the points i think i'm uh, speaking representing most of our photographers uh, like uh, uh, my like my eyes you know my eyes should get excited before my camera lens uh, mm-hmm. does at a particular location when it gets done it's all about you know just showcasing how i feel not the way i see that particular thing so that that's how uh, i do and again post processing is also another way we can uh whenever like post processing is subjective <laughs> that is that is another big topic uh, but second i i feel like you know post processing or editing my image i i i feel like a meditation like before post processing i always try to go back to the place i i always try to click a picture with a phone as well just to remember what it is like so, sometimes our raw image won't might not give the how we felt i feel again i just open the picture i shoot i shot on my phone then i'll just go back to that moment how i felt it and even the same thing i want to you know show through a post processing as well hmm. that's interesting i i would add too i see a lot of 
geometric and repeating patterns and shapes within your images and and the simplicity that you talked about i I think that's what makes them so strong and and so unique because if if i'm looking at my timeline and i see an image come across especially an aerial image i can say hey that's a that's a rakesh image Oh, that uh, that uh, means so much, David. Like, a- as a photographer and artist, that's what we chase, right? Uh, to someone recognizing our picture, even without a watermark or a caption or title. Then, yeah, I, I think I'm sorted. <laughs> My goal is filled. <laughs> yeah, you can you can hang it up now. You can, you can stop shooting. <laughs> no. Oh, that, that that will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think you bring up a really interesting point about. And, and I know you say this on your website as well, exploring the unexplored, uh, going to local spots to shoot. I'm, I'm sure that helped you during COVID as well, not being able to travel, not being able to go see these amazing places all over the world, uh, Asia and Europe, as you mentioned, but just going out in your backyard and finding inspiration. Uh, that's not something that's super easy to do. Uh, yes, David, another amazing point that indeed really helped me. Like even before COVID, since I was exploring my own backyard, right? When when lockdown happened and again, you know, uh, the world is slowly open. Still, it was, you know, the, the, the travel was, you know, very much, you know, in restriction mode, right? Uh, initially, we used to just travel. So th- that actually kind of really helped me. Uh, even, uh, like I said, when COVID happened, I got, I got a... Uh, I was I got an assignment with brand that really actually helped me to you know even help me with my assignment. Since, since I know my place, I know exactly where to go. Exactly you know which month if it is June, I know exactly where to go. If it is you know July, I know where exactly go and shoot, right? Uh, and again, uh, even even with a drone or with my camera during that's how I found actually some more like when COVID happened, I, I took my research maybe to I mean I, I, I it gave me time. Uh, to research again uh, in my place, so our everything got halted. Right, we were stuck in the home. It was kind of challenging times in 2020, uh, mid 2020. So we had nothing to do. <laughs> uh, that that actually, uh, uh, I I research a lot on Google Earth and in YouTube. Uh, before that, I used to you know research more in Finet PX or some other websites or speaking with photographers. But, but but when you explore uh, something you know unexplored, it, it becomes very challenging. Uh, you need to uh, you need to explore a lot, or you need to speak with a lo- lo- lot of uh, local people. Sometimes it's very challenging, but when you find it, it's a, you know it's a, it's a, it's a great reward. That's how I found a couple of images, including the red chilies, or I got to know about the stories. And if I didn't make it clear about my style, David, like even for aerial. Or camera, the one thing I always look is for a story. Then, then comes then then comes another thing. Then then comes light, or then comes our compositions, or then it comes all technical stuff. I always look for a story or some whatever it is, something or or some some unexplored places. So yeah, like you said, it like uh, it really ex- uh, you know helped me to exploring these unexplored places. Well, you mentioned the aerial photography, and and you also mentioned in your story of how you got into photography itself um, using that Canon camera at first, but, but when you discovered aerial photography, what was it about that perspective that you get above the landscape that 
made you say, wow, yes, this, this is something that I really want to adopt and explore? Uh, uh, so uh, again, again, uh, that curiosity, that gadget geek inside me came uh, when drone came. Uh, I, I again, I, I, I bought my first drone not just to shoot. I just bought it just curiosity of you know exploring this toy. <laughs> I, I always loved these uh, RC choppers. I used to buy and crash a lot. Then I, I bought only just for the joy of flying. Just you know. Uh, Aerial photography is two parts. I always, the way I see one is the drone pilot inside you, then the photographer. It's a two parts. In in my uh, beginning case, it's just a drone pilot. No, I I never let photographer took that part of me. At least, uh, you know, first uh, few months. I just used to just fly randomly. I just, you know, just enjoy. I, I uh, to be, you know, in fact, I, uh, I was not shooting much. I just use drone uh, just to just like an aerial survey in the sense, like I said, when I started exploring my own place, I use drone just to, you know, when I go to a place, just fly the drone and to see <laughs> instead of just walking one kilometer or just wasting my uh, maybe energy, I just took the shortcut. As a photographer, I don't suggest anyone to take shortcuts, but I use you know drone to fly from where I am to find a way to go, which way is interesting to start my trek or start my walk. Uh, that, that's how it is. Then when more I started flying, that different perspective, I started, you know, uh, f- uh, falling in love with. Uh, but in a, like, but, but one good thing, again, my style in photography is, uh, I, I never wanted to, you know, shoot anything usual uh, when I started for aerial photography. I, I always, uh, one thing, one thing I, some, some feel, right, as, as we photographers in aerial photography lacks, that extra dimensions, that three dimension, or uh, uh, challenging to uh, tell a story. But th- this is what I took up as a challenge in aerial photography. Why not I chase these things? Like why not I tell a story through aerial photography? That kind of stories that you know we we might not get in this perspective from a human eye. There, there are some stories that are best told, uh, you know, in a bird's eye view, in a drone view. Is what I feel. Uh, so that that is kind of you know challenge I gave myself uh, you know successfully found few but still still it's a challenging factor but you know uh, that that's what we always chase right even they like uh, the, the kind of BTS you post uh, when you're shooting uh, your fight uh, yeah, uh, the the recent uh, thing right we know what challenge it is to chase something specific something what we want and to get it. So that's, I mean, that, that's what we enjoy more than, uh, like, for, as, as a photographer, I always, again, I, I believe very, I believe few specific things. Other thing I always believe is uh, that clicking that shutter, right? That maybe one, one hundred of a second or one fiftieth second or fraction of a second that uh, as for photographers, uh, that is the most easiest part I feel. And uh, most challenging is the research we put in uh, to go to that particular location that uh, during that time, and you know after that again how we move on. So yeah, that I mean even in, even it is challenging. We always take this as you know part of our creative process. Like the, I mean we all enjoy that, right? So yeah, again same thing that comes to my aerial photography as well. Can you give me an example of how an aerial photograph has told an overall story from from one of your images? I would, I would love to. Uh, 
let's say uh, my, my recent sold image uh, in super rare the vital pause uh, it found a great home of alpha trilogy uh, i i i i i was going to that location that place is like uh, 70 80 minute drive from my place i've been to that place uh, many times i i always saw many boats but there, there was no way with my camera i can you know uh, tell that story effectively i felt that's why that's why i never shot i i don't i i usually don't take out my camera uh, till i till i believe that i can you know tell a story or get a good shot right i i never got that kind of feeling with camera there so then uh, i was flying drone i i had a feeling that uh, i might get a shot because all the boats were parked there for a reason right there is a story that that is a story i wanted to tell uh, because you know uh, every year uh, uh, during this time all the fishing will be banned uh because of mating season and the reproduction time in uh, right that was a story i wanted to tell and during this time even government supports the fishermen because fishermen imagine like 30 40 days two months you know not going for fishing they just lose their livelihood they just lose their livelihood right how can i represent it in one picture that that's when you know this aerial shot really uh, really helped me right to show all these boats uh, sorry all these boats park and, and another thing i really like this Uh, some of these boats you know from a from the ground level from the human eye level they they are in different colors but inside they all should paint as a blue it's a color code uh, given by government i think for some reasons uh, so from the top all boat looks the same is in the same blue color and i found that place got some abstract as well right there's a so i that's of that one example uh, that vital pus like that, that that that's what i you know caption vital pause in the sense that pause the way they park is very vital uh, for the next upcoming uh, fishing season uh, so that's what uh, that that's why you know i felt i could able to successfully uh, tell a story with a drone otherwise i couldn't have done it yeah that's amazing and and i you mentioned several things about india specifically not only culturally but but with the government and and regulations that they put on these fishermen uh with the boat colors and things like that um it it brings up an interesting question for me about india specifically and photo opportunities that are there and and as we come out of this time of of fingers crossed hopefully uh covid kind of diminishing and going away and people getting out and exploring more are we missing photo opportunities by not going to india and and getting these photos and i'm i'm talking for the vast majority of people all over the world uh yes there it might be like if you love stories if you love uh, uh that color if you love that sometimes that chaos i mean india is like i'll tell uh like india is very different from uh, different people's perspective right that the kind of india i shoot is different that kind of india someone shoot is so different i shot uh, trust me uh, sometimes even i get my mind blown the kind of diversity we have uh, like uh, fr- from my place if i go four five hours drive i will go to some different state the people speaking diff- imagine people speaking different language just four hours drive from my place the language i don't understand the language which i speak they don't understand right uh the the many parts of india i i go and i cannot speak their local language 
that that's a beauty of it i i i mean i i embrace this di- diversity i mean right uh, if i go more south it feels different if i go more north it feels different so much like I, i've shot many parts of india but mo- mostly i you know like the kind of mostly the india is rich in culture right the kind of festivals we celebrate i i i, I try to shoot uh, mostly the landscapes of india i mean i shot festivals as well but what what uh, what i mostly enjoy uh, i am a very shy person david like uh, if i see more than like 10 20 people i meet i know i get uh, maybe i might not shoot well that's that's why even shooting uh, festivals of culture with uh, thousands of people gathering i chose you know drone i'll just go at, go to my uh, some some isolated place where i'm just myself and fly drone and try to shoot it right maybe i don't have that skill of going in you know amongst the people and uh, tell the stories right that's why i always try to uh, show india uh, if the in, in in i mean i in a landscape way let's say away from all the chaos away from all the noise right right so like like i said like india have everything uh, like from the beautiful beaches to the stories anything like if if any particular photographer asks me who's not from india okay this is my style can i shoot anything i, I can happily recommend so like in india there is something for everyone to shoot is what i feel i you know uh, the kind of connections even nft we make we always chat about it now most of us have friends right like uh, let's say when i go to europe or africa i can happily know this is again this another uh, uh, upside of nft community we had right if i come to us david i can happily ask you you are many good friends if you if you that the same way if you come to india now you have me the banjan and many other friends so that's how you know nft again help us as a photographers as a community right so but yeah uh, coming back to your question hopefully uh, regulations uh, you know becomes it's getting uh, better now uh but i i really hope many of my friends and especially you david come and uh, shoot here you got great elements of like many of many of indian culture they made of the five elements of it what you should you you will love it here yeah india india is on the top of my list and and that's definitely one of the reasons is, is the food um i love indian food G- give me okay let, let's do this give me your favorite biryani that you've ever had oh, okay again i have to explain you about biryani whenever i travel in india right biryani is different in all parts of india mm-hmm. right yeah my state even in let's say india is like number of states right every state is uh biryani taste is different even even in my state the, the biryani <laughs> taste is different in the, we have every state have a district again right like i i i always uh, prefer my homemade biryani i love biryani what uh, my mom and my wife cooks that is the best uh it's i i like spicy we are we, i i i i prefer uh, extreme either too sweet or too spicy so that's how it is well, so it, i I'll, yeah spicy spicy is different for indians versus people in in <laughs> other parts of the world cuz i i say spicy i love spicy food and then i go to like an authentic Indian restaurant and I say yeah I want it really hot really spicy and I can't even eat it I can't like I I don't see how you do it do you have taste buds at all like can you taste what you're eating 
Uh, yeah, maybe uh, we we were trained from childhood, maybe eating the spicy food. <laughs> but yeah, that I get what you're saying exactly. <laughs> yeah, because uh, some of, some of my cousins or my relatives who stayed, uh, you know, for uh, in US or some other countries for long, let's say five ten years, and whenever they come back, even they struggle a lot. <laughs> That's where I found out <laughs> how taste buds can you know uh, impact us. Uh huh. We have we have a restaurant here, and they'll they have a, a scale of of one to ten, and you tell them how spicy you want it, and ten, of course, is is the spiciest. And I I've worked my way up to a six, and I think that's doing pretty good. To, I mean, it's authentic food, and it's it's really really good. But I'm trying to work my way up to that ten before I'm able to come to India and really eat the uh. eat the food there. Oh, glad you are trying there. Like, I really hope you come. Uh, you, you, when you come to India, you definitely have to come to my home. I'll get you the best food over here, for sure. You, 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 you have friends now all over India, from Mumbai to South, anywhere you have, you have friends. So yeah, I really can't wait. You and some friends, you know, coming to India now. Yeah, it'd definitely be fun for for you. In the next year or so, what do you have coming? from your photography that you're really excited about? Uh, like, uh, now, uh, like, see, uh, I have a feel like, uh, so recently, like, uh, I lost my drone, and I think uh, after that, uh, I, to be honest, David, like, last two, three months, four months, I haven't shot much, like, the way I shoot. I love shooting a lot, but now I've thought of, uh, if you see, I'm not, not much, you know, you know, doing the spaces or, much active because I'm I'm trying to shoot a lot now. Uh, the second of this year, uh, like last year, last six seven months, like many many factors didn't let me to shoot. Uh, like uh, the COVID restrictions happened. When I, whenever I plan some COVID restrictions happen, for for that's in my that that's my I know my bad luck. Uh, but I I have few things to shoot. I'm I'm very excited to buy a new drone. I'm buying a drone, maybe hopefully this month. But the the moment I get hands on my new drone, I will just go and try to shoot uh, a lot. Like dude, like w- one thing I always like is I I I mean to have one one shot per month. That's it. That that's my goal. One one that shot. I mean not a good shot. That you know we always take a picture. Not a good shot. Uh, the picture that I don't know makes us happy or makes us emotional. Or uh, makes us proud. Many different different feelings, right? Uh, last year, I, I I was able to do at least six seven times. Then the COVID happened. The restrictions kept coming. You know, halted my travel plans. But uh, yeah, my 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 photography plans this year uh, in f- few parts of India and uh, you know few parts of Southeast Asia and Europe. Uh, and and I I always wanted to shoot in US, David. I I, I really wanted to come out to NFT NYC just to meet P, mm-hmm. meet you and many of you. But uh, the visa here for getting US visa, no appointment here in India for next six months. That actually stopped me. Or else I had many plans to shoot in US. Probably next year, hopefully. Call me if you can when you do come. Oh no, without without a doubt. We are, we have that, uh, you know, connection. We feel no, no shy to ask where to shoot, how to shoot. <laughs> Shall we shoot? 
<laughs> well, he's Rakesh Pulapa. Rakesh, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast and talking photography with us. Oh, thank you. The pleasure is all, all mine. <laughs> <laughs>